How's it going? It is the Absolutely Live interview. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. I've uh, got a good show. We have drummer and percussionist Dennis Morehouse on the show. And I'm excited to talk to Dennis. Um, my friend Alex Calise, who, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I interviewed like early on um, when I had my show. This is her um, other musician that's with her in Bat Farm. And he plays the drums and he's really, really awesome. So I asked her a while ago, um, I would love to have Dennis on my show. And she was really, um, you know, really enthusiastic. So she said, yeah, no problem. I'll let him know. And so uh, she did that. Alex did that. And then um, I was contacted or I contacted Dennis and he was kind enough to say, yeah, I would love to be on the show. So I'm excited to talk to Dennis tonight. He's a guy who's got a whole bunch of different um, experiences in his musical career. And I'm going to go ahead and see if he's available right now. And then we'll get Dennis on the show. I um, hope everyone's having a good night. And I'm happy that you guys are. I just sent him a request. So he sent me a request, actually. So. I'm on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? It's house. I can hear you. You're on. <laughs> I can I hear put you. Put in my earpiece. Can you hear me? Work out better, but uh, we'll see. Excellent. How's it going, man? I think it's working all right. We'll see how this works out. <laughs> Is it working okay? We'll start with this and go from there. I'm doing great. All right. Cool. Yeah, man. How you doing? Uh, good. We actually. Awesome. So it's funny. It's how's your uh, studio session go? On this TV show that uh, a friend of mine's trying to pitch. So. It's uh, it's gonna be with like puppets, and they're kind of oh, that's cool. like more of Adult Swim kind of thing. So uh, we were taking wow. photos of some of the uh, claymation clay yeah. things that he made in order to get an idea of the of the show. So I'm doing like the Photoshop work for it and taking the photography. So oh, I dabble into Photoshop. Awesome. Uh, are you big? Uh, are you big uh, photo you Photoshop? Know, like, do you, are you like really well versed? Nowadays, as a it? musician, you kind of have to learn everything. Cool. So you know. I've Learning how to edit, how to edit music, yeah. how to edit uh, film, how to edit, you know, do Photoshop, a little bit of everything. Sure. Cool. Awesome. Man. This is awesome. So I wanted to, um, well, thanks so much for being on the show. I appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have you here, man. I, I, when I talked to Alex a while ago, <laughs> she was like, you know, you should have Dennis yeah, on. Well, and I was like, I would love to have Dennis on. So. Fun. I'm I mean, excited that a, you know, you're on. Cancel that interview, but you know, but here we are now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we can't. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, just this, you know, I, I ran into no, one of those, you know, for good things that happened, and then getting busy. Again, you know, I was so like, I, I definitely want to do it again. So. <laughs> Back then, it was like a pandemic, and we we're just like, good. Well, yeah, we should write a whole awesome. bunch of music through the <laughs> pandemic, and then I was like, well, I'm not motivated. <laughs> well, the idea is coming, you know, so. I spent time during the pandemic <laughs> just trying to build my studio up, get some new microphones, yeah. get, you know, some preamps, and so I can track drums here at my house or at right. my studio and stuff. So, cool. Well, do you have uh, a lot of um, not necessarily of people I, I mean, coming I'm, to you for work or what? That direction. That's kind of why I got all the gear. Uh, but I've been trying to focus mostly on my own original music, you know, with Alex, and I have another yeah. project that's working. On, I'm working on right now. So, cool. Awesome. So I want to like I always ask uh, people that are on the show like if you can kind of go through your musical journey with me like back from when you first started and like when you first had the idea of 
okay, I want to be a musician. And what was kind of like the thing that for you kind of like changed your trajectory in life? Like when I started to determine, I want to be a musician. Wanting to be a musician. Like it's because I started playing when I was five years old. Like my uncle was a drummer and my, on my dad's, my mom's brother was a drummer and he used used to jam with bands at our house when I was an infant. So I got older enough to, yeah. Yeah, it's like he used to practice. It's funny because he used to be. In a yeah, band I want to know with, that. Uh, I want to know all that. Ball. <laughs> I'm used to be in Akron, so he used to be in cover bands and you know doing the Who and all these bands. And cool. It was funny. My mom yeah. said that you know when I came home from the hospital, um, they used to awesome. practice, and I, I slept like a baby, like a baby, of course. But um, and then when they stopped practicing there, I couldn't sleep. So to this day, I I, I need noise in order to sleep. <laughs> But I, I eventually <laughs> kind of snuck downstairs and started hitting the drums. And it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my dad's brother played drums too, so he pulled his his drum set out of the out of his uh, father's uh, attic, and I had a drum kit when I was really really young. So that got me going on it, and then it, I got the bug, and cool. you know, no ten step cool. programs been able to get me out of it. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. So, like, when you first started started playing and you were like okay i want to do this what was what did you do to like um become proficient at it and like were you working on it all the time like day and night like because i know a lot of guys who do that like they're just totally focused on that two three hours a day if not more you know in the summers i was driving the neighbors crazy everyone crazy my i you know my sister's hands off to them for dealing with me practicing all because i didn't have a soundproof room i was just putting up the stereo and just cranking music. And I played constantly, like, you know, up until my twenties where I started writing more music. <laughs> so I was playing other instruments and then playing drums, you know? So, but yeah, constantly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. awesome. That's really good. Is drums like drums was the thing for you? Like, did you ever have well, anything I mean, else I'm in mind? Like, you wanted to play guitar? When I first started, it was just drums, drums, like drums, drums. So, you know, I was like into bands like Rush and all this kind of crazy drumming. And then as yeah. life went on, I kind of got into like funk drumming and grooves and pockets and singer songwriters. I really got, and I was like, you know, it'd be cool to play acoustic guitar. You know, I could play some of that yeah. stuff, you know, and, and the bass is like, they're married. Like, the drums and the yeah. bass it's like another percussion instrument you know so i kind of started gravitating towards the bass and Definitely. i've loved it i love yeah. it i just you know when you um when you were kind of carving out your uh path to go in on drums like what were who were some of your major influences and then where did you wind up you know in the beginning and then in the middle of your career and then now like where where did you how, how did you get there, first of all? Like, who did you yeah, listen to? Like, I, yeah, did you but, listen to, but you know, you, know, like I mean, you mentioned well, Rush, you listened to Neil Peart? I've never been um, you know, dug into a like that. drummer. I, drew, I, I kind of listened to bands. So I used to, like, literally just put on the radio when I was a kid and just play the songs. And later yeah. on, I learned, like, you know, this was a Zeppelin song and this was <laughs> a Tom Petty song and whatever. But I would just play whatever was popular at the time. And that's kind of how I got into loving music and, and, and rounded it out, you know. Of course, as a little kid, I was a big Peter Chris yeah. fan. You know, I was a big into Rush. You know, I mean, I'm I'm old, so <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, I'm not in spirit. You're though. probably as old as I am. Man. I just turned really 50, young, so. and, you know, at heart, it's we're all Peter Pan. You know, yeah, right, exactly, so... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, totally. Right, exactly. Especially, especially musicians. We're all Peter wrinkles Pan. here and there, but we still <laughs> keep the spirit. Keeps yeah. me alive. 
so yeah so i, I started into all of that and then then i started exactly. getting all this progressive exactly. music and like trying to just like oh i want to be the baddest drummer ever you know and then i joined this band of some friends of mine i met and they wanted me to do this we did this punk rock band but it was punk rock versions of like neil diamond and uh you know, uh, all these like Hell and Ready, like all this like wow. fun pop. And we just turned it <laughs> into these songs. And they're like, you only get two drums. Because I used to have the double bass, the, you know, all the toms across, you know, 8, 10, yeah. 12, 13, 14, 16, you know, the Neil Peart kit. Yeah. And they're like, nope, you get a snare, a kick, and a hi-hat <laughs> and yeah. a cymbal. And yep. it was actually the best thing that ever happened to me because it, it made me <laughs> kind of eliminate you know those things and really dig into the groove and the pocket and just you know and that made me kind of fall in love with different styles like i never wanted to kind of i wanted to learn these different styles but make them my own you know so that's kind of where i went from i went from all these yeah. drums playing all this yeah. aggressive music to this punk rock and then somewhere in the middle i kind of fell into um funk and you know like groove and pocket which is kind of what i did as a kid if you think about it wow you know, like, uh, you know, when you're doing um, Zeppelin and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, he's a king of the pocket, you know, just, you know, and I got got more inspired by that, like laying down a groove Absolutely. that makes people to kind of just go, yeah, you know, more than playing the fastest lick I can on the planet, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. When you were when you were in like your first couple of bands, like, were you able to really kind of express uh, how you're feeling regarding that, like with, with oh, no. being in the pocket and stuff, were you able to do that kind of stuff? They let or you like, loose. were you being, a lot of times I was uh, kind of pack or you just really, they let you loose and let you do what you want. A lot of times I joined a band and kind of started having a little bit of input. Like before I could play the yeah. instruments, I was kind of helping yeah. with arrangements and, you know, just kind of, we collaborate a little bit in that way, you know? So mm -hmm. I got to, I got to let loose in some bands and other bands. I kind of, yeah. you know, I was about song and kind of learning how to, propel a song and not propel my ego, you know, <laughs> which is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, like you're saying like in the pocket, like when you're in the pocket, that's what you're doing. I mean, I, I'm sure you could agree. What you're doing is you're just making sure that the song is, is yeah, moving totally. along I mean, if, you know, you can where it needs to go rather than being the, the focus of everything. Feel, and it's like everyone's going, what? You know, instead of like just constantly, I, I guess musical masturbation, what I would call it, that yeah. happens a lot. <laughs> you know, look at me, look at me, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, it's funny. When I listen to you, yeah, when I listen to yeah. you, um, oh, you got kisses from Argentina right there. Somebody's from Argentina is watching you. Um, uh -huh. When I listen to you guys, like when I listen to when I say you guys, um, when I listen to platform stuff, it's really it, it's a lot. Now that you say that, um, yeah, it is really a lot of in the pocket kind of stuff. You know, it's really kind of grooving, and it's not yeah. overtaking anything. You know, the drums are not the are not the primary focus, which is perfect. I mean, and that's like as a as a person in a band, like as a guitar player or a bass player or the. Uh, or the singer or whatever, yeah. you don't want that. Like, you don't want somebody to be the focus as the drummer um, all the time. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? You do want, I, you do want that realize, groove. You do I'm want that pocket to be laid down. Like, what yeah. you're hearing, I play the bass. I write the bass parts, the, a lot of the guitar parts. Um, uh-huh. So, on all these records that you're listening to, like, the bass parts I play. Wow, and okay. I, I, I put them against the drum parts, you know, and, you know, the guitars, all the ambient guitars, the pianos. I'm playing a lot of that on the record. Yeah. So, so... Yeah, so like, 
you know, and then a lot of times I'll write something and compose wow. something and then oh, Alex, I'll send awesome. it to Alex and she'll listen to it and see what she's inspired by and she'll write the lyrics and we'll, and then sometimes we'll change, you know, the music a little bit with her suggestions and, and I'll change a little bit of the melody with my suggestions and, and we meet kind of in the middle, but, and then other times she'll write a song which is on acoustic and then I'll produce it up, you know, just like add the bass yeah. and the, like, like Get Out, for instance, she sent wow. me a, uh, an acoustic version of that song and then it turned out to be what yeah. it was. So I got a baseline and all that, you know, so, cool. mm -hmm. well, thanks. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but that's, that? that's a great song too. I oh, love that no, song. So it's, yeah, no it's kind of fun because I get yeah. to like really yeah. go ahead, play go ahead, a drum groove and then write a baseline that I feel like really lays into that groove, you know, and it's kind of inspired one, you know, and then just build it up, you know, I'm not a great guitar yeah. player. So yeah, for sure. I have Alex retract all the guitars, uh, except for the weird yeah. stuff, all the weird stuff I keep, you know, I play all those like ambient sounds and <laughs> stuff you might think is a keyboard, but it's just me running through effects because I'm not a great guitar player. Yeah. So that's my, <laughs> so it just kind of, so it just kind of dictated my style of playing. <laughs> okay. was that no problem. I make this work without being spending, you know, 20 hours a day trying to become a, a badass guitar player too, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it lends itself well, you know, it really does to the, to the yeah. sound that you guys are going for. And it's really not, it's good. It, it's it winds up being whole, you know, and it's, it's really, uh, it's, there's actually like, I've been listening to a lot of, um, like before my shows, uh -huh. I always listen to the band that I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to talk to a band member, yeah, yeah. I always listen to that band. And I mean, I've, I've listened to Bat Farm a bunch of times, um, but I really kind of tried to focus on oh, on okay. Bat Farm, and because uh, I don't really have anything else of yours, I don't think. But yeah, anyway, yeah. so I, I listened to Bat Farm a lot just very recently, and that I noticed it's it's very um, it is very in the pop. Yeah. You know, it's not it's it's very like I think you call it darkadelic. Is that what it is? Yeah, well, that's a perfect. That's, that's my. It's that's perfect. My, that's a perfect well, word that's, for that's it. Me. That's me. Because that's how that's I, I feel like when I write music. I'm a because big, it big really Floyd is. fan, but I also like Nine Inch Nails, you know. And I like all this kind of. Yeah. I try, like sometimes uh, I'll write something yeah. and I'll show it to Alex and I'll be like, "Oh, this is too poppy," and she'll be like, "What are you talking about? This is super dark." And I'm like, "Oh, it feels a little poppy to me," you know. And then she'll write a cool little yeah. melody over top of it. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you guys really work well together like that. It's it's like you produce these uh, these songs and these albums that are really groovy like that. Like there, I mean, I would suggest if anyone whoever's watching or whatever, if you haven't heard um, mm -hmm. Batform, to, to definitely listen to Batform. All their stuff is on iTunes. Uh, in fact, um, it, you guys are on iTunes as Batform, but that's also the previous name of the band, which yeah. was Sound of Cancer. And yeah, we yeah. we know I don't know if anybody knows the reason why you chose that. I I do because I. You know, yeah, right about so, but yeah, but, um, so what we did yeah, is, um, it's under Sound of Cancer anniversary also of that record. We really released it under Bat Farm, so you can find the same record under the Bat Farm. Yeah, so you don't have to go looking yes. at Sound of Cancer to find it. Oh, and Sound of Cancer for anyone okay. who's curious okay. is it was it was our okay. astrological yeah. sign. So my I'm a Cancer and Alex is a Cancer, and our birthdays were just like three days apart, yes. four days apart. So yes. uh, we're just like, oh, well, this is what cancer sound like i guess and then people oh, thought we were a metal yeah. band or a dark metal band or something we got all this stuff and i was like yeah oh, man come on <laughs> no i'm sure they did yeah 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 like so, how could you so, say so, that oh, it's like okay that wasn't even the thought you know? he was going to start a band and a good friend of mine and had some production ideas and some of our stuff and his name's eric klein and he actually was one of the um designers at line six that did the helix I don't know if you've heard of the Helix, but, but he he's one of the d main designers. But 
Um, oh, cool. I was like, you know, this yeah. would be a perfect name for our band, you know, because it's, it's kind of dark, like a bat, but then, you know, farm, like, kind of silly. That's kind of how we are. Like, as people, we're kind of uh, zany. <laughs> a little myth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but we still write, like, these music that's kind of like a little dark, too. So, that's like, right. I thought it just kind of fit the band a little better, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's, and it's really good. It's really, really good stuff. You yeah, know, yeah. If it, it's moody and it's I mean, and it's uh, dark, yeah, but not to too dark. Like, you, know, you know, it's, it's so good. depressing that it's you're a good, it's a lay in a good bathtub mix. and cut your wrist or something. But but it but it but what it does do is it like it, you know like Alex's lyrics, which is great. No. She kind of will <laughs> tap into you know depression and things like that. And but yet there's a little more resolution. It's not like uh, doom and gloom. It's it just kind of presents it so you can kind of feel like oh I'm not alone. You know, or like I felt yeah. like this before, but not like such a way that yeah. oh, there's no way out. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right, exactly. And she's been writing lyrics like that for a while. Um, you know, I remember her from back. Oh yeah, in, yeah, yeah. I think it was called what was the the first band? Oh God, Wake State. You know, thing was called Wake State. Chain. But she's been writing chain lyrics, lyrics like that forever. <laughs> I mean, that was so. <laughs> Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Do you do you have any other? Um, I think in our um, in our in your thing that you put on um, Instagram, you said that oh, like so future projects. So, what Dear kind Damien, of things are you working uh, on right now? So, I'm LA, excited to hear it. And uh, it was kind of like a Deftonesy kind of band, and uh, me and the lead singer just kind of mm -hmm. hit it off. Like, like just like we had all the you know cool. It was so cool. We were just like both kind of I don't know kind awesome, of, kind of unhinged in some ways. You know, <laughs> not like an un. Not in a negative kind of way, but just this, this me and him were both like that kind of like, I don't know what it, I can't even put it into words. So uh, kind of torn, you know, made from the same class. Yeah. So, um, you know, we had that band, the band kind of broke up and I went off touring, which we'll talk about later. Uh, you know, I got the gig with Mark Borden and from there I was just kind of gone for a while. And then he went back to Florida, yes. started, he was on a cooking show that was on TV and then. And then he ended up getting a, his own uh, wow. a restaurant, bar wow. restaurant thing that he put together in Florida for a long time. And then he's like, I want to act again. And his name's Jared Massey. And he moved back out here. And we reconnected. Yeah. And huh. I was like, yeah, let's, let's make some music, you know? And it, cool. it's, it's kind of more, more um, yeah. electronic in some ways. I'm using a lot more, like, like some loops. Even though I'm a drummer, I'm using some loops. So it's kind of, you know, Nine Inch Nails meets... Floyd meets, I mean, kind of like what we're doing, but it's a whole different direction. It feels kind of, it has some of that um, Deftones-y kind of thing to it and stuff. And uh, that band's called uh, uh, Last Knife, almost like oh. la <laughs> instead of Last Night or whatever. It's kind of a play, you know, it's still kind of play because he's just like me too. He's a goofball. Uh, so it'll have a little bit of a sense of humor to it, but at the same time, you know, <laughs> kind of a little heavier and stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, we're looking, we're, we're like, yeah. I don't know. We That's got about like seven, cool. eight songs, ten songs ready to, you know, in the can that we're kind of just finishing up. So that should hopefully be very nice. Yeah, I'm producing and doing it all here right now. Good, I'm good. Are you producing everything or, or are you going somewhere else? So, you know, it's a whole nother cool. scale. Mixing and mastering, that's a whole <laughs> nother ball of wax, you know. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't get, I don't touch anything that's that. Yeah, yeah, totally. uh, like that. Oh, no. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> Leave that up to the professionals. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
But yeah, so I just, you know, I can create all the music and now they can track all my own drums. Now I have to go to a studio because that's what we used to do. We'd, we'd produce everything here and then we'd go back and re-record it. Like we'd go, oh, we're going to the studio and we'd keep some of the background vocals. Yeah. We'd keep, you know, the piano parts and a lot of the, um, uh, like ambient guitars, but I'd redo the drums and I'd redo, but now we can do it all here. I got some good preamps and so now I just need yeah. a good mixing guy, which I have. A, I have a good guy in San Jose that I'm that's awesome. dealing with. Awesome. Who I worked with him years yeah. ago. Gosh, I, I don't want to get off on too many awesome. tangents, but yeah, this guy named Jerry Ozowski, and uh -huh. he actually he just mixed the last Smash Mouth song that just came out. <laughs> um, so he's a he's me and him back in the day. Cool. I used to have a house and we had a studio. In That's the awesome. Room. It was a big, and he used to work in there and bring in clients and help record me as yeah. a favor. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, cool man. You had mentioned before yeah, um, um, that you worked with uh, Mark oh, Ford for a bit. So good. How was that? Yeah, Mark Ford's a tremendous a guitar player. Um, he really I, is. I used to work with this guy. What was that like? Before I knew him, he actually produced a song or, or engineered a song that I was doing with that band, Dare Damien. And uh, he's like, I'll, I'll find a gig for you, you know. So he called me up. He's like, yeah, Mark Ford's going on a solo tour and we need a drummer. He's like, we've auditioned like 10 drummers or 11 drummers, and he doesn't awesome. like any of them. Wow. Come in and give it a shot, you know? He said, he might want you to cut your dreads, though. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. So I got in there. Oh. I did the thing. He was like, yeah, oh. we got a gig. So, Were you like, no. um, Like our first okay. gig was, I think we went over to Europe. I mean, it was like a Europe nice. tour. So we toured over in Europe for a little while. Um, I was with him for like a year and a half. Awesome. And we toured all over, uh, you know, this, uh, yeah. Nice. Pretty much. It was like we'd go off for like two weeks. We'd come home, the entire time. We'd be home for another week or so. And then we'd cool. go back out. And it was fun. I mean, we even went to Russia. I get to go play in Russia. That was a blast. Uh -huh. Some big fest, blues festival. So, wow. That's crazy, man. I've heard that the, um, the crowds out there oh, are like, out in Europe are amazing. They're like total music fanatics. Especially in there. Spain and stuff like that. They were huge rock yeah. fans. And they were so into it. And they're... And it's so fun. And we played some festivals, you know, we're like, really? like the first, I remember so the great. first festival I played, it was like, we pull up and then we, I didn't see the crowd or anything. And then we're backstage and then they're like, okay, you guys ready to play? We just walk up and it's like, oh, there's, you know, 20, 30,000 people out there, you know, or, and the whole festival had like a hundred thousand over the day, but it, what it was like, all right, let's just do awesome. it, you know? And it's actually easier to play to the bigger crowds because you're not looking, yeah. you're just like looking at the yeah, people and you're just digging into crazy. that moment, you know? So, uh -huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was right after. Absolutely. So, uh, um, also, Gilby Clark you played with as well, the right? The guy who gave me the, got me the gig with Mark wow. Ford. And so when Mark Ford ended, uh, Gilby was getting ready to go to New yeah. Zealand, and the drummer he usually had couldn't do it. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that, that gig. And so I, I sat in, and uh, yeah. he liked my playing. And then he's like, oh, what are you doing <laughs> next month? We're going to Canada. Can you do that too? And I was like, yeah. And then so we did. So my first tour was Canada, and then I came back, and then we did New Zealand for some <laughs> It's just cool guitar festivals like you know there was like vernon reed was there no you know um uh you know the guy from testament alex skolnick nice. was there doing his trio though he does his jazz trio which is phenomenal those guys are awesome mm -hmm. yep. and then uh you know uh wow. a lot of great players wow know, um that was on that gig so that was a lot of fun and then we just toured you know, off and on like we did a lot of one-offs you know and then cool. we did south america which awesome. that's why i will probably have some fans from south america yeah. so and those are the the biggest shows because guns and roses yeah, was huge down there so great. when we played it was 
you know, lines down the street. Oh, yeah. and it was just a lot of fun. And they're yeah. so, they were so sweet. The people in South America were just so welcoming and so nice. And it's like a soccer game. They, they sing out loud the guitar parts, like almost louder than the band, you know. <laughs> so just like nonstop. Yeah, that's cool. So much fun. Wow. Rock and roll. Awesome, man. They had the big festival Rocket down there. What was it called? Where um, where they had Kitty was, was oh, it? Not fest uh, down no, there? not that Johnson, one. Johnson, Just Johnson. very recently. Was it not fest or something? Oh, okay. um, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was not fest. Uh, just very recently, like within the last couple of weeks, and it was like Slipknot and and Kitty oh, uh, reformed oh, and, and went down about. there, and like yeah, a whole bunch of bands. Mr. Bungle's there. Mike Patton. It's, it's, it's the first crazy. show he's played in like two yep. years. So. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And the guys. Uh, Sepulchre are oh, there, and and of course Scott Ian's there. It's like it's just some crazy festival. I know. Oh God, I love it. I wish I was. I, I wish I was there broadcasting from there. That'd be pretty cool. New Year's Eve one time, and I was like, "This is insane." It's such a. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> wild man, and yeah, I've seen a oh, bunch God. of times. Wild. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen a bunch of times. Yeah, I'm a huge Bungle fan. Yeah. Um. Tell me about this. I was reading on your website about you had some, um, was it some music oh, that you had yeah, yeah. put in uh, on MTV's Real World and stuff? Um, Is that, I was in this band a, called Brain Pudding. A while ago? And we were, and, and we were like, all the songs were really, oh, really cool. silly, but they were Love really aggressive. So it was like, you know, kind of like if, uh, let me think of, uh, oh, gosh, what's that band? Uh, Adrian Blue is in it. King Crimson, kind of like King Crimson E, but still just kind of wacky, weird. He was a, the guitar player was a big fan of Zappa, mm -hmm. and but the but the lyrics were kind of weird, childish stuff. So we had oh, a, yeah. the girl I was seeing at the time uh, was working for the Real World, yeah. and her friend was the produ was it was the director. So they were able to kind of sneak some of our music into <laughs> some of the stuff. Yeah, so so we go on these little tours, you know, we just do the US That's tours crazy. that band that we just That's so funny. And it was, you know, we'd be like, as heard on MTV, but you know, you're just like, they only hear like 30 seconds of like a beginning of a song or something like that. They're like, what? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> do you guys, do you, do you guys in, um, in yeah. uh, Batform, do you put we any of your music, like, do you sell any yeah. music to commercials or yeah, any shows or anything like that? Because I know Alex is big on that like with, her, with her solo You know, stuff. I don't know exactly what, sometimes you just find out when you get the sheet, you know, like, oh, they put it on this little show off the side here, you know. And, um, yeah. you know, and I've had other bands that have done that. I was in this band called yeah. Triple Seven, and we had some stuff in, like, you know, Eight-Legged Freaks and, you know, uh, a couple other different stuff like that. But we have the same management as Smash Mouth, mm -hmm. so it would help. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you like submit it. I'm not really familiar with 100. I think I asked Alex how to how to how she does it, but I guess it's the same. The whole you know everybody the way yeah, they do it. Of, I mean, it you just submit some music and then hey, it's like luck of the draw pretty much. They'll do it. Um, and that's I've been in a couple situations like that where I was in a band that that's what happened. Yeah. Like at that Triple Seven, you know, in San Jose. But um, a lot of times it's mostly yeah. licensing agencies that you kind of send your stuff in and it ends up in the C and you have to break it down to the metadata. Like you have to break it. Oh, it sounds a little bit like this band and that band and it has this subject matter. And so what happens is some guy working for a show, uh -oh. music yeah. will type in and I need a song that talks about Christmas and sounds like da da da. And then these songs will pop up. And if your song ends up being at the top, mm. you know, cause we had a song called dark carnival on our first, record oh. and it's like the heart it just sounds anything like our record but it was kind of fun yeah yep 
and dance moms yeah yeah that's kind of yeah, wacky that, so weird. that song right yeah, it's like the, it's are, like vocally it's really like crazy because we wrote it we a lot of effects and everything as really a licensing nuts. song i mean mm -hmm. sound of cancer yeah. started off as a licensing music we just started like well, let's write some music for licensing and, and then it ended up sounding cohesive like just sound like a band so we're like oh, let's make it a band it's a band but how that oh. song got on, someone You're like, okay. for a Dark Carnival song, <laughs> yeah. and Dark Carnival popped up, you know? And so I was just like, all right, wow. interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh -huh. That's a wacky song. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, and like sound. It, it sounds like, uh, song, it's, a, you know? it's really dark, <laughs> yeah. You know? It sounds dark. <laughs> really? <laughs> It's a good I song, though. It was like oh, yeah. Video. I mean, if, you, if you're into that I kind of music, yeah, it's really mostly, good. It's just for the record, so. Yeah. So how are you? I'm glad that you said something about live because, like, when you guys play live, that must be so interesting because it's just the two of you there. And I just wonder. We do. How, we do, actually. I mean, do you, you know, do you have any backing tracks or anything it, like it, that? You know, it's just you guys go out there. Play live because yeah. I'm kind of old school. So I grew up in the, even in the industrial bands I was in in the 90s, I was in some industrial bands and that were doing well. And, and they would run tracks, but they still had two guitar players. They still had a bass player. They still had the whole group up there and the lead singer. Yeah. And, um, they just had drum yeah. loops and, you know, sounds, you know, and for us, it's like, yeah. we can't do that. So, and I was like, okay, okay. And then I started seeing, you know, people go see no. DJs, like, you know, someone just pressing a button. So I was like, well, as long as we, I, I, I thought to myself, no, we man. don't pretend to do something that's on the tracks <laughs> and we just give our live show and unapologetically play the tracks. You know what I mean? Like Alex doesn't walk up and pretend to sing. Whatever she's singing is from the yeah. heart, you know, and whatever I'm playing is from the heart and how she's playing. So what we did was we just kind of took our right. record right. and we just pulled our parts out yeah. and we, you know, but I do it like, I do it in stems. Mm. So the sound guy can do a better yeah. mixing job. So I have a, I send a track of just the bass guitar and then I send a track of um, the guitars, the additional guitars mm. that Alex isn't playing. And then in the background, so they can mix it like a band on stage yeah so we can sound yeah. fuller and bigger it's not like i send them a two tracks and they have to just right. deal with it they right. can go oh here's the backup singers i'll eq them like this and and a lot of people yeah. go you, you guys are such a big sound for two people and i'm like mm. uh, i've got tracks and like oh no but it sounds so big and i was like mm. all right mm -hmm. you know but i think it helps because we played everything organically yeah. in the studio it's not That's, like we're playing yeah. to loops we're playing to real musicians ourselves we're playing with ourselves on stage right so it sounds more like a band, so people don't think of it right. as, oh, it's a digital yeah. band, you know? So the loops. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you when you recorded um, those tracks well, and, and put them on out. That, on that record, you I You were got, saying that was you playing the bass and stuff? plays bass better than me, and I was like, here's the parts. Play them better, you know? <laughs> hmm. And so he, he played my yeah. bass lines, but he added that thing. <laughs> All know? right. I had a friend of mine, this guy named Keith Brinkley came in and he's yeah. such a badass bass yeah. player. But I played with him for years. We used to play in cover bands together too. I did that thing too. And uh <laughs> and but but he yeah. like he was one oh, of those God, guys me. that I played with that <laughs> kinda knew where awesome. I was going before I you know, it's like we were together. They're like his kick drum my kick drum and his bass playing were always yeah. one thing. You know, he's like my brother. So when I brought him in, he just he just did it, you know. He just knocked mm -hmm. it out. I was like, yeah. thank you. You made me sound like, a, you know, made my parts sound like a real bass player, you know. 
and but I played a couple songs. Like I played on Snake. I played bass on Snake, and that's like, so the awesome. Actual bass, so, uh, but and then the first record, I played most of the bass on it and most of the guitar yeah. bars. So, oh, what do you do if you were to select like a song or an album from that form? Oh God! What one would um, you say is you're well, the most proud of? Yet. <laughs> We're working on something really good that I like. Um, yeah, it's because like really? I think that really? what we're doing right now really kind of brought Alex's live singing into the studio. Like you know, because a lot of times when we're singing, she's sing she's an amazing singer, and I I'll never take oh, her away. Okay. But when we're live, there's something else that yeah. comes out of her that's really like it's just it's amazing. It's just like this heart. Yeah. yeah. So well, you know how it is when you're when you're playing hard, studio you're not, and you're playing you're, live. It's, you know, it's sometimes different. you're just going just forward. Different. It's not maybe the note or whatever, but but she's now pulling that into the. She's been doing a lot of sessions, so now that we're doing our stuff, it's like she's. You, I'm excited. I can't wait until it comes out because she's a little like it's. It you know we're we're kind of like pushing the limits with it a little bit more, you know. But I mean, but I love the first record. It's got that kind of good. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear it. And a lot of, you know what I mean? The second record, the one that we just put out in the Belfry yeah. uh, a couple of years ago, I mean, I love the energy and it's a little more upbeat and stuff. Um, but there's something special I liked about the first record. It kind of, yeah. you know, um, it's no vampires in Gilroy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which we came up with driving through yes. Gilroy. I was like, I was yes, calling all the garlic really, yeah. and I'm like, I bet you there's no vampires that live here. And Alex is like, Alex is like, <laughs> you're right. That's the name of our new record. No vampires in Gilroy. <laughs> so <laughs> it is. Oh, that's it's awesome. Garlic capital. I mean, it's oh, the, the, all the garlic. A lot of garlic. That's so funny. If you look at your garlic thing, you look at really? it from Gilroy, California. So it's all Gil. It's all the all the all the it's grown out in Gilroy. Wow. So that's why we're like. <laughs> wow, man. I Learned a so, lot of stuff I mean, so far today. And I think what's happened is now this the new thing we're doing is kind of combining what we did with the second record, which was a little more mature, and what happened with the first record, and kind of bringing it all together and putting it together with what we're doing now. So, yeah, yeah. If you could, if you could like jam with some of your favorite or musicians like ever. Who would you jam with? Like who who would you if you could be in a band with like musicians that you idolize or whatever, who would be you know, who would be the musicians that you would choose? Over the if years you, I, if you had your, your I've played way. With so many great musicians, you know, that aren't famous. So many you know? like that friend Keith Brinkley, who is so badass, you know, yeah. he never got famous, yeah. famous but right. you know, has done his fair share. And it's like I play with some uh, some of those yeah. kind of people, you know. So I I haven't like felt like I'm missing out on some players in some ways, you know, like there's so many amazing players I've come across in my years yeah. that I can't even name them that, that would probably wipe the floor of some of the people that are famous and successful, you know, I mean, even like, you know, like Mark Ford was just like his expression was just sure. what he did right, with that sure. guitar was, it was amazing, you know? And, uh, you know, some, like I said, some of the bass players I played with over the years, you know, there's a guy named yeah. uh, Dan Knight, who I play with, who's also a singer songwriter, badass. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I've never really sat down and go, you know, I'm missing out on playing with that yeah. guy or this guy, you know, it'd be fun to hang out and trade stories with some people, you know, like, yeah. like the guys, from, you know, like King Crimson or, you know, but I'm oh, sure. you know, 
some of the people I grew up with, like when I was playing with Mark Ford, I'd be backstage, we'd play some festivals, and I'd be like, oh, I'm hanging out with Daka, and I used to, you know, I used to, you know, I used to hang, I used to listen to you guys when I was younger, or, wow, you know, that's great. or this other band, you know, like, you know, Twisted Sister, hey, what's going on, you know, yeah. we're, we're all eating dinner together, we're, we're on this, not the same playing field, or, <laughs> but we're in the same situation, so you're treated as an equal in some ways, so yeah. it's kind of interesting to meet them, not as a yeah. fan, but as another yeah. fellow musician. So, you know, like Rad or any of these bands I grew up with, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, you know. No doubt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's funny you just mentioned dinner because I, I just, when I was talking about uh, Mr. Bungle before, I saw a picture. I think I follow um, mm -hmm. Dave Lombardo, I think it was. I follow Scotty and Dave Lombardo, Mike uh -huh. Patton, and uh, a, bunch of, a bunch of people like of that ilk, you know. But they were yeah, yeah, um, yeah. at that little festival. They were eating dinner. Somebody took a picture of all of them at dinner. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, holy shit, this, uh, whoever the fucking uh, waiter is has no idea that they're waiting it's on, so like, funny. some of the greatest musicians in yeah. rock history, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Dave Lombardo, for instance. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Scott Ian, you know? Mike Patton. Yeah, no, Spurs, yeah. Like, I mean, get out of here. Like, that's nuts. Festival, you know, it's like it's the craziest like thing. Backstage with these people, you know, because you're on the same festival and you're just hanging out and just having lunch. You know, yeah, it's like, oh, hey, you know, there's so-and-so. And, oh, What's your mind, cool. right? What's going on, you know? You play with the Roots and, like, you know, these different bands that you grew up with, you know? And and I fell <laughs> into some of these groups. Like, I got to play with um, – Used to be in this band. Yeah. It's kind of a jam band thing, but it's uh this guy, you know, uh you know Fishbone, right? So Norwood Fisher has this band called Truly Disgracious, and course. so it was kind of fun, you know, just bringing all these guys together and uh -huh. get to meet okay. him and hang out okay. with him. And I was in a couple different bands with him, and he's just he's such an amazing guy. Like just, I mean, he's Crazy. a great bass player, but just yeah. a human being, like it's just kind of fun sitting around and talking to him because he's. Uh, Alex always calls him like the shaman, you know, because he's just like so, he's so gentle when he talks and stuff, yeah. and you're just like, yeah, like, that's great, <laughs> you know. And uh, we had George Clinton come in and do on on a record I was yeah. playing with this band, <laughs> so it was kind of interesting, you know. So oh, I've I fell into a lot awesome. of cool shit, you know, over the years. Awesome. I did a show with Todd Rundgren, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I can't, you know, I can't complain. <laughs> so cool. Amazing man, and you've been playing since you were five. Okay, so when you first like started to get gigs, mm -hmm. um, where there were people of like that people would know, you know, like like popular um, people. How old were you? Were you were you still no, a kid? Like were you like because I started. I was when you were playing with people that were like you know so, famous. You know, I slowly so to speak. started moving my way out. You know what I mean? So I wasn't until mm -hmm. I was in my twenties yeah. or thirties. You know, I started playing with more name people yeah. because you know you're just not around it. You know, I got to play with some good musicians and some amazing people, but I just kind of, right. you know, it wasn't until later, yeah. you know, I like, like, that's, what's that? Yeah. Music. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 West. I was what, like, was it music? I, I, was I it music that brought you out West? To go play in some colleges yeah. back in, in Iowa. And I was like, screw it. I got to go. I got to go West, you know, before it's too late. So um, I ended up in Arizona for, couple of years because awesome. my parents relocated yeah. from the that part and then I just moved my way out and then I was in a band in Tucson that ended up getting signed to a publishing deal in San Francisco so that's why I ended up in San Francisco so and that's when I got the opportunity wow. to do that Todd Rundgren thing yes yeah. I was doing this in, international theater festival thing and he was one of the people awesome. who was uh, donating to it and 
it was my first time to go out of the country because we performed with him. Oh, wow. We got the funding and we ended up in, I ended up in South America for like a couple of weeks doing this in, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, which, oh. yeah, I was like, it's like, all right, this is cool. Oh, you're like looking around, around. how the hell did I get here? You know, <laughs> so. That's really, oh, really cool. Yeah. So I bet he had some pretty cool stories. Did he, did he tell you any stories about Guns N' well, Roses? Or no? There was a lot of fun stories. You can't really mention those stories, I guess. That's what I love about it. It's kind of fun, you know. Like, listening to all these stories. Like, um, sure. I had the opportunity to work with the keyboard player um, from The Who, and I did some sessions for him. And him telling me stories about Pete Townsend and just oh, like wow. just like to sit down and just like talk to these people. It's almost more fun than the actual session awesome. itself, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Right. That's got to yeah, be fun. Uh, yeah, man. You, you learn know, all sorts of stuff, and the, stuff you didn't know, and it's like really know, exciting. So, which I'm not going to repeat because it's not my duty to do. But but it's just still kind of fun. I mean, right. it's still kind of you know, no, no, no. It's just it's it, it just makes you oh, I'm doing this. How did I get here? You know. Yeah. I remember <laughs> was that I was going to say yeah. I remember one, one time when I was on tour it, and I was in like no, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Spain and I was driving through the you know the country side in this vehicle and I like looking out and going I got here from hitting things with pieces of wood how did this, you know <laughs> this is weird you know <laughs> so yeah it's so bizarre <laughs> yeah that's bizarre right you gotta oh, think about that cool. it's like so I, you know, a lot of people save up for like years to do what I'm doing and getting paid to do so so yeah yeah I mean I guess yeah. I never I never went to are you self-taught you know, Dennis, so no? over the years, I just kind of jammed and and played, and wow. and then I went to. I mean, I started learning how to read music in in high school, but a lot of it was me just. I'm still that that great at it. It's funny because I would be they'd play it, and I would just listen, and I would just like play it, like mm -hmm. you know what I mean. And then I just kind of got through a lot of books that way, you know. But I, as far as drum set yeah. playing, I started before yeah. that, so I just kind of yeah. as I went on, just kind of figured it out wow. I guess that's why I never really gave lessons because I was like I don't know where to start like I do this I don't know how I got here but I somehow got here yeah yeah so it's like it's weird right. to think about like wow you just know how to do it right. I had lessons but I just I guess I just kind of became my who I am today as a drummer because of my journey yep. not necessarily because of the guidance of somebody you know but I guess I right. had guidance through music, exactly you know right yeah yeah no doubt last week i had uh or last week i'm sorry a couple of days ago i had uh dennis grunling he's um i don't know if you okay. saw the show but he's like a world-renowned uh blues harp player and he's he's amazing yeah he's amazing one of probably one yeah. of the top yeah. three uh you know blues harp players in the in the in the business you know but um yeah i was really lucky to have lucky to have him on yeah. but he was talking about how he learned like he basically he self-taught also and it you know there's something to be said about that because it's like you know you don't necessarily you're not necessarily um you know you don't recharge mm -hmm. and you don't write music and stuff like that but it's all mm -hmm. coming from like yeah. inside you know you just you just it's all feel you know you just learned and 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 kind of moved your way through the waters just based on yeah, your own you know uh, people don't understand you know, your, like your own I don't feel i guess you know i don't know how to put it but you don't play music it's like i learned a lot of about drumming through some guitar players and through bass players and how they played and and connecting with that bass player right. kind of helped my style you know what i mean and also some bass players i played with like uh, a young uh, 
who's later passed, yeah. but his space style, like it was very melodic. And so to this day, I kind of play, when I play bass, he influences how I play. It's a cross between him and this guy named Keith Brinkley I've told you about. Like learning how, you know, just, just by playing together, like he didn't like sit down yeah. and go, hey, try this beat. It's just like his influences of how he played kind of influenced me. I'm sure mm -hmm. I probably influenced him a little bit, you know, and it, that's the thing that I've learned over the years, like certain guitar players have yeah. kind of, nudged me into music or kind of just, I don't know, mentored me in a way that you wouldn't expect that kind of helped shape who I am, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You learn, you learn everywhere. I mean, it's just so there's, it's so vast, you know, there's so much to learn. The more you learn, you the more you, you know enough, learn. there's you more, know. you know, know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. The more you learn that you don't know. <laughs> that's right the more you learn <laughs> you know, the more you learn you, that you don't open, know what like, you think you know you know throwing it away and, <laughs> and, and getting something new in you know um i was just talking to my friend jared massey today about that like when i'm writing music like yes sometimes i'll write this whole song and then it'll inspire something else and i'll throw the whole song away almost but yeah it brought me to this song and it's just like, it's so weird because I've done that so many times. I mean, exactly. uh, right. Right. We, we have a song on our, our album, Alex and I, yeah. uh, it's called uh, uh, In Transmission, um, which is on the Bat Farm record uh, the, uh, in the Belfry. We have mm -hmm. 10 versions of that song with different lyrics, different directions. We've changed it and it just, it finally wow. just ended up being <laughs> that version of the song, you know? And mm. so, yeah. um, you got to be willing to just like let go sometimes. Yeah during your journey in order yeah, to get the best product or, or I don't want to say product yes. because it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it becomes a product, yep. but it's just like the best, I don't know, final, right. <laughs> you know, what you're trying to get to. Well, but as a musician though, like on your journey, like you're saying on your journey as a musician, you probably wouldn't have been able to do that five or yeah. 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Because you're, you're learning all the time. So maybe the dentist from 10 years ago wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily been able to do that yeah. because maybe he wouldn't have patience to do the song 10 times or 15 or 20 times. But yeah. now you've learned so much that it's like, okay, let's give us, give each yeah, other totally. the space. But, you know, let's give it, you know, what it like, needs in, in order to grow. You know what I mean? Too, is like, so, um, you kind of want, if I can't be a fan of what I'm, what I'm creating, I don't, it's not done yet. Like if I don't like, if I wouldn't have popped it on and listened to it myself, I'm just like, well, what's the point? Right. You know? It's not like I'm just trying to write music just for me, but if I can't enjoy it, yeah, then I can't exactly. imagine anyone else enjoying it. So I wanted to get to that point where I, I, yeah. I feel good about it. Like, I feel like, oh, cool. I, I didn't write that. It sounds yeah. like a song, you know? <laughs> and I've done that even years back, you know? No, nothing. Right, we, for sure. What are you going to say? Alex, did, oh, no, I'm not, sorry, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's not at all. I think, you're, I think it's a little, little bit of a delay over here. So sorry about that. Okay. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you, like, when you and Alex are writing music, like, are you, do you pretty much, like, let each other feel no, everything out, you know, so or loose, is it, like, really like, regimented how you guys write, or is it very, very And then loose? I'll hand it off, and she'll kind of write what inspires her. And then we get yeah. together, and she'll sing on it, and I'll maybe just kind of maybe push yeah. her to sing the best version of herself. We'll do, like, a lot of different takes, and then we'll pick the best, well, what we call comping. So we're not, like, creating, like, uh, we're not melodying and doing all this stuff. We're just finding the best emotion. Like I'm not looking for the best 
performance. I'm looking for the something that moves yeah. me, you know. So that's what we're trying to do. Like find that. Oh, that word you're saying that was kind of cool. You wouldn't do that a hundred times over, right. you know what I mean? But you did it that one time. So and then she'll come back and kind of learn that or feel it, you know. Right. So that's what we're looking for. But yeah. then she does a lot of the vocal. I'll be like, oh, it needs harmonies, but I don't yeah. say what harmonies. She's just a harmony machine. Like I've never met anyone who can sing mm -hmm. like her, like in that harmony. Yeah. Like, she just. Oh, how about this one? Oh, we'll try this kind of harmony and this. You know, and she doesn't even know where it comes from, but it like all, all of a sudden it sounds like this orchestra That's or awesome. it'll sound like Manhattan transfer or whatever, but it's, but it's in the context of what we're doing. So it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we're not doing yeah. a Manhattan transfer song. Maybe it sounds like a nine inch nails, pink yeah. Floyd song, but she's doing Manhattan transfer over it. And it's, so it kind of has this different vibe, you know? So it kind of, you know, cause I like to make <laughs> it. It <different>. worked. <laughs> right. You know, I saw Alex, when I first saw Alex, it was, I was in a band uh, here in Florida called the Helderados. And it was, a, it was like a rock blues band, like a hard rock blues band. <laughs> and I had kept on hearing about this Alex Calise, Alex Calise. Yeah. And I kept on hearing about her band, Wake State, Wake State. And I would see him, see them everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're, they're in the paper, whatever, the local, you know, the rag paper, whatever it was. And um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going over there to see this band because they were playing close yeah, yeah. by my house. So I'm, I'm going today. So I went over there today, uh, that day. And I, it was, I told her that I was at a Starbucks uh, in Coral Springs. They were, they were outside, right at the outside of the Starbucks and they were playing. And, and I just was like totally mesmerized by Alex because she, <laughs> she just owned it. I mean, she was this little tiny thing. I don't even know how old she was, 15, 16, whatever. But this massive voice coming out of this little tiny thing. And I was like dumbfounded. I'm like, I can't believe this. This is crazy. You know, it was nuts, man. It was nuts. So, like, I, I, I've been able to luckily yeah, yeah, yeah. watch her progression from a little teenage thing to this, you know, formidable mm -hmm. uh, musician and writer and lyricist and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, mm -hmm. for you, I, I'll say to you, yeah, yeah. from somebody that knew her back in the day when, when she was just on the corner in Starbucks to where she is now, I think that you're a really lucky guy because she's, yeah, a, no, she's I, unbelievable. No, she's a really great musician and you know better than anybody. I mean, even though she's you know? busy doing other things and I'm busy doing other things, we've always come back together and just try to yeah, write music because what we write together, I'm really excited about, you know, it's like the band, yep. that, you know, uh, besides yep. the band I'm doing with the, the last knife, yep. it's, yep. it's the band dream band I wanted to be in when I was a kid, you know, and then like, <clears throat> That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you that you're able to do that. That you have a like you each it's other. So hard to find each other. If you have a muse, you know what I mean. You know, and that's kind muse, of what just amazing to us. You know, because it's yeah. sometimes you know you end up in these big bands and everyone wants to collaborate and it doesn't. You're not always clicking. You know, you may click as musicians, but as writers, it doesn't always work that way. So that's and yeah. I, that's why I haven't really tried to bring anybody in because I didn't want to cheat them from right. their creative right. energy. But I like what we're we're doing, so I didn't want to be like, no, you guys don't matter, right. like. So I'm like, well, and let's just kind of keep it here, you know. Not that I'm not afraid of outside, yeah. you know, influences, but uh, right, right. Um, well, but there's a there's an energy there. There's there's yeah, like a trust and like hard. a communication I mean, there that, that you can't really find you know, for us. Anywhere, like, you, know? you want to rehearse? Yeah. What are you doing? Okay, let's go. You know, <laughs> we just went off to rehearsal. It's so loose. And uh, we live in this yep. apartment complex, and she yeah, lives loose. with her husband upstairs yeah. <laughs> from yeah. me. So, so yeah, she recently moved here a year ago. So now she can just like walk downstairs. Ah, cool. I have a, a studio in my house where I'm in right now. You can see some guitars, oh, awesome. and I have a, a vocal booth that my friend Jared Massey built. And yeah. uh, 
yep. and uh, you know everything here and then I have another studio where we practice nice. and I have my drums mic there so we can do live drums so it's nice we can come down here and just work on music she'd like oh, okay I'm just gonna go back upstairs cool. so <laughs> yeah so crazy yep <laughs> so that's so, pretty convenient yeah, man. Done, kind of have a little more fun <laughs> that is it, great know? it's not like a chore oh, I gotta drive over there that's awesome man. this is LA try to find parking and you know <laughs> Oh, no. Forget about that. Yeah, man. So you guys are like seconds away yeah, from each yeah. other. That's awesome. So even if you have or like an idea, like, like oh, a, you I know, got to, oh, you know, go right up there. Hey, let me tell you this. We'll sing over it or something. I'll lay it like a cool idea, you know, or we'll collaborate on just some. Now we've been getting, like, we've been doing a lot yeah. even more collaboration, like in lyrics and, and melodies and stuff sometimes now where she'll come down and I, it's not all her responsibility Good. now where, she, you know, where we kind of do even more collaborating, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. What else is going of course. on? I mean, you got anything else happening? I mean, we're kind of coming to the end of the show, um, but um, I just, yeah, I wanted to ask, and what else is happening with you? Well, I'm just like, you any know, other I'm projects that you're working on? Any other music, started, anything you know, like that? I start doing like a lot more drum videos and uh, for myself to kind of, sh you know, kind of advertise me, people who don't, yeah. don't know. I mean, if you, like, if you see me playing one style of music, you're like, oh, I guess that's the kind of drummer he is. And I'm like, to show people my my range and just kind of start putting the word out there that I can do drum tracks. And so I'm going to start doing home drum tracks yeah. for people. That's kind of where I'm moving into. I'm um, really excited awesome. about this last knife project, Good. which is a lot of fun because it's a whole different Good. world for me. And it's another two piece, Good. which is going to be kind of wild where I might play some guitar on stage, yeah. some bass because there's some loops and stuff. So I'm excited. Yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Wow, awesome. We're just like, awesome, man. We're just You're branching out. Whatever I love comes it. out, comes <laughs> out, and whatever happens live will happen live. Cool. And then, you know, we're working on, we're going to start mixing some of the new songs and the new records. Very nice. We might just start releasing singles for uh, Bat Farm. Maybe just put a record together soon. And then, mm. um, yeah, cool. just, you know, I'm looking to maybe get back yeah. on touring again. I've kind of been putting the word out for friends, you know, maybe sit in with some bands. But the side guy thing isn't always my cup of tea, but if you end up in a good band, it's good cool. people. It's yeah. I just... Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Man. Where can people find you Facebook if they need to you know, look you up? Instagrams, but you can also find, I have my own website, which is dennismorehouse.com. And then we have that. Yeah. It's so easy. I mean, I was fighting for that, you know, there's a lot of us out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> play drums. And then, um, and then we have the batfarmband.com, oh, which you yeah. can find all the information there. <laughs> and then uh, soon it'll mm -hmm. all start branching out, you know. <laughs> but I'm good, good man. Good. Thank I'm you. so excited for you, man. It's Definitely. awesome. I I love the music that you're putting out. I'm a I'm a fan for sure. Yeah. And I love that you and Alex it's, it's are always, fun to work you know, always collaborating. Like, she's like it's, my best friend. You know, one just, of my best friends. It's really good. Or, man. Or my best it's really friend. really good. You know. I was actually her bride. Yeah, yeah. And I know. I know that she she feels the same way, man. It's like when I had my uh, interview with her, she was like, she <laughs> so she funny. just was, you know she goo goo gaga over Dennis. Bridesmaid. No, she for her wedding. She, she really respects you a lot. I, was, it's awesome. I guess the man of honor. So <laughs> that's how close we are. <laughs> I had to give a speech. Oh, okay, and nice. It was fun. But yeah. That's awesome, man. No, it was a blast. I loved it. I was like, I love. How her was it? Was it like so really awesome. weird or what? He's like the perfect guy for her. Good. He's he's not intimidated by what we do, and good. he's just he's just a super good. smart man, and he's really good for her. And 
I'm just Good. so happy. When I saw, you know, I, I told her like, if you didn't, if you didn't accept his proposal, mm -hmm. I would have married him. You know. <laughs> no. Does do you guys like? Did you I know him like in the dating. scene or something? I was or like, like okay, who are you dating? I need to meet him. You know. <laughs> I'll see if he's a good guy. And then I met right, him. I was like, this guy's awesome. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the big brother. <laughs> right, right. Right. Awesome. You know, it's funny. He, she, um, yeah, she turned me exactly. on to Reese Scruggs that I interviewed. Like him, and know? he looks like Reese Scruggs. He does, right? You know, when, you see right. The, when you see the wedding photos or see them together, I mean, yes. she, comes, she comes up to like yeah. his armpits or maybe, low, you know, because I think he's six, yeah. four or five or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, five, six, or she's like five foot, know. probably yeah, not whatever. even right. Yeah, she's, she's a little taller, but she's small compared to all the people five she one? out with. So. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, so happy. We actually performed yeah. at the wedding, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So her dad. Did you really? Oh yeah, I saw a picture of her in the dress, like singing so or something. We played three That's songs at cool. that farm, and then mm -hmm. he sings and plays guitar. And her husband plays guitar, nice. and his brother is a badass drummer. Really? He used to play with like, the Red Elvises, oh. and he plays with a bunch of different awesome. people. Um, and so wow. I played bass. Oh, get out so of here. Oh, I, I love that band. Bass. I played bass. Uh, her dad played guitar and sang, mm -hmm. and she played guitar and sang. And then her husband played guitar, and he played drum. Her brother, his brother played drums, so it was this family band. Oh. It was a blast. So we played like four or five songs, you know. It was my first time to play yeah. live. I was like, yeah, this is That's fun. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> This is out of here. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, we got to get that. I want to see that video, man. I'm dying to see that. I want to ask Alex about that. Yeah, so hopefully you get to see some video. Her dad's awesome. Oh, really? It was such a great – it was a perfect wedding. That would be awesome. That sounds like you had a good time. 50 people, 51 people, and so perfect. It was great. So on that note, I don't want to keep you too long. but Man. Yeah. No, I don't mind at all, man. This is about you. It's about you. Um, so, all right, Matt, listen, I'm really yes. happy to, to talk to you. Um, I think this is the first time we've ever spoken at length. Yeah, we've, we've spoken like a minute or two at a time, but not, not at length. So, I'm, but I really appreciate so you coming on the show, man. I, and oh, I was so I'm excited glad. to have you on. <laughs> so, yes. Good, man. I'm so glad. And maybe some other time we'll do it again. Um, yeah, if you oh, get great. like a yeah, whole bunch of stuff that you want to talk about, my, just let my, me know, man, and I'll put you right back on. Project on, I'll bring my friend on, and or we'll do a bat barn thing and we'll have some fun with it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. I'm trying to get. Um, well, I'm not going to say it yet, but the, one of the people that I had on recently, I'm trying to get oh, him nice. and another guy that I had on a long time ago sit yeah, together yeah, yeah. on the same interview. No, so, yeah, yeah, it'll be cool. I'll do like a little thing, but anyway. I can't really say anything about yeah, it just I mean, yet. Maybe, but, maybe I can work yeah, out my new puppet show yeah. or maybe like, no, I don't want to do plate spinning. <laughs> can, yeah, it's just like, I've got this new plate spinning app that <laughs> yeah. I want to show off. You <laughs> yeah, know, whatever you got to do. A bunch of poodles and, you know, cats jumping through hoops. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll start it off yeah. here. We'll see how it works. Before you go on America's Got Talent, you could do it on this show. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, that'd be you cool. too. Take care of yourself. All right, Dennis. Okay. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate yes. it. I hope you have a great Bye. night, man. That, thanks, bud. All right, you too. All right, man. Bye. Thank you. Okay. I don't know how this works. No. I'm just going to hang out for a minute and then close it I up. hit an X. Okay, there we go. Perfect. Let's hit X. <laughs> oh, that's off. <awesome>. Hey, man. <laughs> All right, Dennis Morehouse. Good guy, man. I love that guy. 
Listen, I'm so excited that I got to talk to him. I've never really spoken to him at length at all. And this is the first time I have. It was like by text or by phone or something, uh, you know, for a couple minutes here and there. But anyway, very happy that he was on the show. Awesome dude. Um, I'll have him on again sometime. And so, listen, I have another show coming up um, on, in two days. And it's going to be with uh, Brandon Santini. He is another, another blues harp player that I've got on. Um, I had Jason Ricci on. I had Dennis Grundling on. And now I'm going to have Brandon Santini on. He's going to be on on the 14th, so two days from now. And um, make sure you tell everybody about it. Thanks so much for hanging out. It's the Absolutely Live interview. My name is Greg.